Howdy guys, I'm Aiden of Blue Couch Productions, and welcome to Aiden on Anchor. Aiden on Anchor is a podcast focusing on my life. I'll tell you a lot about myself and hopefully provide value through experience. You're listening to episode 90 of the show, currently recorded on November 25th, 2021 at 12.56pm. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody listening to this. I uh, know the holidays going on for the people in the U.S., such as myself and other friends. Hope you, uh, you know, eat some good food. I've described Thanksgiving before as kind of a bit of a stress-free holiday. Like, Christmas is a lot of work. Halloween's a lot of work. Easter's a lot of work. Thanksgiving, like, all you do is make food. And I guess, like, if you're the person making food, that's a bit of work. If you're the person hosting, that's a bit of work. But if you're just, like, brought along or you're tagging along with someone else, you just eat food and that's it. No pictures, no traditions, no shopping, no whatever. You just you just eat. And thankfully, if, you're, if your family's a bit sane, you know, you don't have crazy conversations either. So that's cool and all. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm going to fix in to do all my Thanksgiving stuff in about an hour or so. So I figured, hey... Had a little bit of time to record this Aiden on Anchor. Why not do it on Thanksgiving? You know, make it a little festive, make it a little holiday themed. But what are we going to be doing today? Well, usually every five or so episodes, I do a Q&A and we haven't had one in a while. So I figured, hey, let me ask people on the Discord what questions you want to leave for me. I'll answer as many as I can. And we have five. We have five questions to answer. Bit of a short boy as always, but that's totally fine. They're all good questions. And I want to get to them and answer them. If uh, you want to leave questions next time we do one of these, uh, my Discord is linked in the description below. And you can join. And there's a little Aiden on Anchor chat where you can keep up with all the new releases. And that's where I'll ask if you have any questions for me. I'll usually add people. So go ahead. Check that out. Link in the description below. And without any further ado, let's go ahead and get into the questions. So question number one comes to us from Ben. And he asks, will you play Metroid Dread? And if you have... Did you like it? So Metroid is one of those series for me that I've always wanted to play and have tried playing several times, uh, but I've just never quite gotten far into it. And it has nothing to do with me not liking it or you're thinking it's bad or weird or anything. It's just I'm personally not up to the task <laughs> of beating these games. I've tried playing Super several times. I've watched Ethan play Zero Mission and Fusion several times. And uh, Metroidvanias are just really hard for me because I get lost. I don't know where I'm going. I have very little patience in games, obviously. And uh, some of them can be quite difficult, right? So with Metroid Dread coming out, I was obviously happy and excited for Metroid fans. I talked about this on the E3 episode. And I've seen gameplay of it. I'm watching Let's Plays of it currently. And it looks good. It looks fantastic. It's a Game of the Year nominee. Hope it wins, honestly. Either that or, or Psychonauts 2 looks really really good but uh as far as me playing it personally i mean i don't own it on switch and if i did it would take a long time for for me to beat it so that i think my answer will be eventually i'll try metroid dread eventually i'll play it but uh not anytime soon for me at least it'll be a little bit so yeah thank you ben for the question all right question number two comes to us from patient and she asks are you getting the gen 4 remasters if not, why not? Well, Patient already seemed to have known what I was going to say because she added the why not to it. Uh, I've talked about it a little bit before on A Non Acre, but I'm not interested in Brilliant Diamond or Shining Pearl. 
Uh, Legends Arceus, I think, is a lot more interesting to me personally. I like the concept of what they're going for with the more open-ended Pokemon game. So I'm hoping that's really good. But uh, yeah, I'm not exactly thrilled to play a kind of carbon copy remake of Gen 4. Uh, I've been saying for years now after Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire that there's really no need for remakes past this point. Because remakes used to serve a practical purpose in the Pokemon franchise. It was because of technical limitations or trying to fill in the Pokedex. But now with the hardware we have and the ability to transfer save data and uh, Pokemon just being more available in general, there really isn't a practical need for them. And if you were going to do one for Gen 4 specifically, a generation that I don't hate but I don't hold in high regard, you would have to reimagine it for me you know you'd have to do a lot of changes similar to what they did with heart gold and soul silver or fire red and leaf green and, and even oras you know like oras has a lot of changes to a game that i really really love and i still prefer the original but i can at least see oras as its own thing uh and that's really hard to do with brilliant diamond and shining pearl it doesn't really look so much its own thing as it's just another way to play diamond and pearl which I know, like the game came out in 2007. It's been a long time. It's nostalgic right now. A lot of people have been asking for it and will continue to ask for uh, remakes in the future. I wouldn't be surprised if we get a Gen 5 remake in our lifetime. God, that's going to be really, really weird. But uh, <laughs> for me, nah. Like I, I have the DS. I, I have Diamond and Pearl. If I want a proper Gen 4 experience, I'll play Platinum, which arguably has more content and features. I'm, I'm just not interested. I, I've played and, and bought most Pokemon games, but the only one I've flat out ignored was Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee, another sort of remake title that I didn't see much value or interest in, and I think I'm going to do the same for this. Um, not to say I'm done with Pokemon or anything. Legends Arceus looks cool. I hope it's good. I'm not going to buy it right away. I'm going to wait, wait for reviews and, and see if other people like it. But uh, yeah, not, not something terribly interesting for me. I, I will not be getting the Gen 4 remasters. But thanks for asking the question, patient, as always. All right, next up, we have a question from Jay, who asks, what has been the biggest effect restarting your channel has had on you, positive or negative? Uh, so in case you don't know, I run a YouTube channel, Blue Couch Productions. I started back in 2016 and ran it uh, up until halfway through 2021 when I decided that I wanted to restart because my channel had a lot of dead subs didn't really have a focus. I figured I could build it back up relatively easily given the catalog. And so I made the decision to restart the channel and either upload some of the older videos or remake some. And once we get that backlog up, I can start working on some newer stuff in between. But uh, it's been pretty positive for me. I'll say the one thing that it's gotten me to think about a lot is uh, what I decide to upload. Because usually, back when I was running the channel a year ago, I would just put up whatever I could, you know? Like, I had to get videos out, so I was very quick on just any idea, anything, just go ahead, put it out, even if I don't have a lot of time to edit, whatever. But now that I've started from scratch again, and I only have like 22 subs, I'm a lot more picky about what videos I'm working on and spending as much time as possible to make sure they're good. Because there's no pressure on my end, right? There's no pressure to rush things or rush ideas. And I like to have all these videos kind of stick to the media review, sort of game review type space. 
So I'm being critical with my choices, and if I'm remaking a video, I'm spending a lot of time remaking them. The Nintendo Switch video, and, and most recently the Dark Souls video that came out, took a lot of time to remake them, because those original videos are good, in my opinion. If I, if I was going to put in that effort, I wanted it to be worthwhile. And so, uh, yeah, putting in that time and, and making them has gotten me a lot more critical about the channels uh, that I watch and, and the type of content that I put out, right? So I'd say that's the biggest change, obviously. Uh, of course, I get into the trap of, like, comparing to other people and wishing things would grow faster. But I know, like, until I start to post more, it's not going to get to that point yet. But as of now, I'm just having fun remaking stuff and, and putting out videos and uh, enjoying it all over again. Something about starting a new channel just really gets me excited, even if it's an older one. Like, I get excited to to work on projects. That That's what fuels me, personally. So, thank you for the question, Jay. All right, next up, we have a question from Burger God, otherwise known as, as Ethan, my brother. And he asks, what are your feelings on fighting games? Anywhere from the culture, game mechanics, and your personal experiences you may have had with them. Fighting games are dope. Similar to the Metroidvania question earlier, like... As cool as fighting games are, uh, I am not good at them, unfortunately, so I'm only able to enjoy them from a distance. It's cool watching other people, you know, get game mechanics mastered or go to tournaments or follow the scene and all that sort of stuff. But anytime I've played them personally, I just am bad and get frustrated and don't put in the time to learn them, which is crazy now because I feel like I spend most of my time on, on multiplayer-centric games like Fall Guys or, or Fortnite or whatever. If I really, like, had J Zach, Jay, and Parker, like, play a fighting game consistently and that's all we did, I could probably get really cracked at one of them now. Maybe I should... Maybe I should try to convince them to do that. I, I don't know what fighting game it would be, but that could be really fun. Uh, but yeah, as far as personal experiences, obviously I've played a ton of Smash with you, Ethan, uh, for years and years and years. And then in college for a little while, actually, they had a Smash club that I went to. And when it started, it was mainly Smash Wii U and then like a small melee section. And, uh, that was really fun. Obviously I was bad at Smash Wii U because that game kind of prioritizes very defensive play, very zoning focused play. And that's just not my style. I'm very bad at it. I like to play offensively. I like to play aggressively. And the game doesn't reward that often. So I was more on the melee side of things. And was actually doing quite good with, with Sheik and Fox. And those those types of characters that I love to play. I love to play Marth. Obviously I'm a bit of a bit of a tear whore when it comes to, to melee for sure. But there's only so many characters. And I like the ones that are fast and do a lot of damage. And once you know those happen to be the uh, top tier characters in that game. But... As Smash Ultimate was coming out and we were getting trailers for it, they ended up replacing the Wii U side with Smash Ultimate. And then, weirdly, the Melee side also disappeared at the same time. So Smash Ultimate was the only game available. And that was really fun because it was the start of Smash Ultimate. Nobody knew what they were doing. Nobody knew the meta or characters or anything. So I just played King K. Rule and got like really good at King K. Rule and was like doing well in some of those tournaments, which was fun because I was really bad at the, at the Wii U tournaments. But Ultimate... With K. Rule, oh, man, had a fun time. Uh, that was one of the few things I miss about college. I, I don't like the classes or the dorm room or anything, but if I had stuck there longer, you know, that Smash Club would have been a cool thing to, like, continue to do because it was really fun, and, and I enjoyed it. So, 
yeah, I always have fun with fighting games. Uh, would I say I'm good at them? No, but I think the culture's cool. I think the tournaments are cool. Obviously, games like Smash, I think, are, are neat. And a lot of the 2D fighters, there's a lot of cool 2D fighters like Skullgirls and a lot of the anime-focused ones that just look insane. Just insane. Like, I don't know how people memorize that stuff. Like, DBZ Fighters or whatever. How did... <laughs> How's that shit work? There's so much shit happening on screen, I can't follow it. But fighting games are cool. I love it. They've had a bit of a community problem. I know Smash has recently on Twitter and, and other such websites, but they seem to be working on it and improving things and all that sort of stuff. And uh, it's cool to see that Nintendo is, is finally working with some of them. I think it was Nintendo and uh, some Panda esports thing that I forget. Anyway, they're working together on official tournaments, and, and that's a cool sign as obviously uh, sort of bringing that a little bit more toward the forefront rather than ignoring it. If you want like a documentary to watch to like get you into Smash Brothers, uh, there was one about Melee, I think titled the Smash Brothers, and you just sort of, if you look that up, Smash Brothers documentary, yeah, by uh, East Point Pictures, the YouTube channel go check that out it's pretty good I'd recommend it to anybody even if you aren't a fan of fighting games you can kind of get an idea on how it all works cool thanks for the question Ethan appreciate it as always that was a good one it was a really good one all right we have one more question left and it's from Zach and he asks what's your favorite type of cheese uh fuck what's my favorite type of cheese Ugh. Uh, Colby Jack? I think Colby Jack. Cheddar's good. Munster's good. Provolone is solid. I don't think anything beats, like, a good Colby Jack cheese. Now, granted, you know, I'm not exactly a cheese aficionado. I enjoy cheese. Cheese does not enjoy me. I get the shits frequently with most dairy-related products. Do I stop eating dairy because of that? No, absolutely not. I will consume cheese as much as the next guy. And uh, Colby Jack's the best. The best of the bunch. I like it a lot. You get the, you get the yellow cheese and the white cheese and this guy. Mmm, so tasty. Uh, American cheese is not good, though. So, like, get, like, the Sargento shit. Like, pay a little bit of money for your cheese if you're putting it on sandwiches and shit. I promise you. There's a noticeable difference. I didn't used to think that way, but I started like buying the better cheese and uh, yeah, yeah, it turns out <laughs> actual real cheese is, is a lot better than just the craft single shit that they sell all the time. So yeah, I think I'm going to go with Colby Jack. Colby Jack's my answer. It's, it's a pretty base cheese and I think more people should try it, but that'll do it. Those are the five questions for episode 90 of Aiden on Anchor. Thank you to Ben, Patient, Jay, Ethan, and Zach for asking questions. And uh, again, stay tuned. We'll be doing another Q&A episode, I'm, I'm sure sometime soon, where you'll have an opportunity to ask more questions. Uh, or if you want to suggest a topic for an entire episode of A Non-Anchor, you can donate to my Patreon, also in the description, where you can suggest stuff. So, yeah. Shout out to Jay and Zach for supporting a non-anchor financially through the support button and other such means you boys keep the podcast up and running and I'm excited to eventually get to episode 100. We're really, really close. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. 
Anyway, I've been Aiden of Blue Catch Productions, and I'm signing off. <laughs>